I laughed too hard. I laughed too hard and I almost, I almost spilled my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> toss him, toss cookies. Tossing cookies. That's what I was going for. Welcome back to the Bug and Rug Podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today, Whitney has brought us a wonderful, epic, amazing story that we'll never forget for the rest of our lives. Talented, brilliant, spectacular, <laughs> star-striking, never been done before. Hold on! Totally I do not think she said star-striking. I think I would like to... Hold on. Maybe show stopping. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Spectacular, amazing, star striking. What is that? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> star striking. I'm going to start telling people, like, as a compliment, like, wow, you're star striking. <laughs> that what? outfit, star striking. What's wrong with it? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. I like it. Striking, it makes you look like a star. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Is your story star striking? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Make the best noise. If anybody's ever seen The Taskmaster, besides Jack, because I know he watches it, please let us know. It's the best show in the world. My fish is named after Greg Davies, the host of the show, so... Well, he's not really the host, but he is the taskmaster. You so. have a fish? What? <laughs> no, yeah, the uh, last episode, one of their tasks was to make the best noise. And this one girl decided to pretend she was an air horn and just go, <laughs> She lost. I think she got last in that challenge. That's because she made a series of noises rather than just one noise. That's true, that's true, that's true. So... Uh, does your story make a lot of noise? Is it going to keep me up at night? Or am I going to be able to sleep as long as a bug in a rug after this? It's hard to say, okay. honestly. You know, who really, who can really sell? Let me guess what it's about. Let okay. me channel, look, look deep into my eyes. To project it through thought what it is about. Giant ants. No. Oh. Uh, Close. Ghost pop. Close. <laughs> no, hey, remember when you said I'm gonna? <laughs> What'd you say? Throw some cookies? <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <clears throat> but I need you to refrain from making me laugh so hard I throw cookies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cookies That's like my superpower, but it only works on you. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, today, we are going to... You are not even close. Oh, ghosts. Possibly. Oh. I said ghost pirates. No. Not on the sea? No. On the land? Yes. He comes by... One by... Sea? 
to my land. Yes, Paul Revere. Very good. <laughs> work it, girl. <laughs> work, Paul Revere. Work. Your star striking girl. What kind of accent was that? Oh my god. Okay, oh, anyway, listen, anyway, anyway. I'm just trying to throw cookies here, okay? <laughs> anyway, let's just move on. So today we are going to a small town in Spain. That sounded like an Italian accent. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to do. I'm trying to go to Spain. Okay. We're going to Spain. Okay. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Just you wait. And Regan's just you wait. Get me to the church on time. <laughs> We're not doing a, ma- a mashup. <laughs> Aren't we, though? <laughs> Star striking. Get out of here. My next D&D character is going to be Star Striker. That's, I mean, my character's name right now is Blazing Sparkle, so. It's not even close to the same thing. Okay, anyway, we're in Spain. (laughs) I'm visualizing it now. (coughs) Oh, so we're going to Spain, and we're going to the town of Belmez. Belmez, okay. So Belmez is a small mountain town in Cordoba, Andalusia, Spain. Okay. So, not to be confused with Belmez de la Mor- Moralida, which is a province of Jaén, Spain. J-A-E-N, Spain. Obviously, the same name, Belmez. People get them confused very often. Sure. Belmez is also the name of an American-bred British-trained thoroughbred racehorse who won the 1990 King George VI and Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Some kind of horse race. <laughs> if you look up with the, the Belmez that we're going to? That no, it's just the name of the horse. <laughs> Wait, I'm telling you. There's hey, a look horse. At me. There's a horse named Belmez. Yes. And you just thought you'd throw that in as a fun fact. If you look up Belmez, <laughs> because I couldn't find exactly where this town was. Yeah. If you look up Belmez, the horse have, comes up first. There's only three things that come up. Yeah. The horse, the town in J A E N Spain. Okay. In Spain. Yeah. And then Belmez, Cordoba. And Andalusia. Which is where we which are Which is where going. we're going. Sure. I'm so sorry. I'm probably pronouncing these wrong, but this is where we're at. Yeah. So, um... I know exactly where we are. Where are we? I've been to Spain. I've been to Spain many a times. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, Belmont, Spain has approximately 3,162 inhabitants. Okay. Seems a little high. So, I don't know if that's, like, the surrounding area. I'm sure. Well... Is Belmez like a town? It's a small mountain village. Then I'm sure it's counting. Like the surrounding areas. So, that's where we are today. Sure. Again, because of coronavirus, due to the current global situation. Oh, we're not actually there. Um, Excuse me. We're not actually there, but also we'd have to quarantine for two weeks and then on our way back, quarantine again. It's a whole big thing. Borders are closed. But also, Google Maps will not show me plane trippage time oh so we don't know how far away it is i can't tell you that right okay that's fine i can just imagine i believe i can fly i believe i can touch the sky all the way to belmont spain isn't that isn't that in peter pan don't they get um dusted with pixie dust and then they just have to believe that they can fly you know that's not what that song's from, right? I know, but I mean... But yes. <laughs> so, we're going back to the year 1971. I think this is basically where we were. 
Okay. Very close to where we were with our last tale. Mothman was 1967. 1967. Yeah. So today we're in 1971. Uh, apparently the 60s and 70s were a wild time for strange happenings. So anyway, we're going back to August of 1971. We are um, in the home of Maria Gomez Perriera slash Camara because I don't know because people say her name last name was two different things. Well, maybe one was um, her maiden name. Yeah, not entirely sure. So uh, we're gonna go with Perriera. P E R E I R A. Okay. Perriera. Sure. Perriera. Perriera. So Maria or her daughter noticed an unusual stain on their kitchen floor. Now. Some uh, accounts say that this floor was, like, a pretty, like, pink tile. Okay. Like, Spanish tile. Sure, sure, sure. And some I'm say it. that it was, like, a very, um, uh, what's the word? Sensible concrete floor. Okay. So. Well, kitchen floor, you're going to want something you can clean up. Yeah, and so. I mean either way. Right? Yeah. So. Not carpet. It was not carpet. So, kitchen floor. Yeah. And um, either her or her daughter are walking through, and they notice this very strange stain on the floor. The next day, the stain had darkened some, and Maria was trying to scrub it clean. Okay. She was very disturbed, because the stain started to take the shape of that of a male human face. Ew. 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 (laughs) Gross. What? So she was very frightened, and she was, like, scrubbing vigorously, trying to get the stain off the yeah. floor. Um, even more frightening was that Maria believed the stain was moving positions and changing expressions as, like, time went on, and she was trying to, like, get Gross. this stain off the floor. Yeah. When she was unsuccessful to remove the stain with products from whatever cleaning supplies I had, and yeah. I believe from town as well, mm-hmm. her husband and son destroyed the concrete floor with a pickaxe and poured a new floor in the kitchen. Now, this is where I'm not sure. Was it a concrete floor and they poured a new concrete floor? Or was it a tile floor and they poured a concrete floor? doesn't matter, though. They destroyed it and they put a new one in. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, with a that, face is a face. And a floor is a floor. And a roll is a roll. <laughs> and if we don't get no tolls, we, we don't, don't make no rolls. <laughs> Made that up myself. <laughs> Star striking. <laughs> so, a uh, new floor has been poured in the kitchen. Okay. Maria and her family believe this is over. It was we just some of it. weird mold. It was a weird black mold. <laughs> We're going to move on. Okay. So, they try to just pretend like it didn't happen. Sure. One week later, however, they are horrified to discover that a new face has appeared on their concrete floor in their kitchen. A new face. On the newly poured concrete floor. Oof. This image was... Uh, had a different expression okay. than the previous face. Sure. And they also started noticing other faces appearing in the floor. Uh-huh. By this time, you know, word has spread through the town because they're freaking out. Right. I think by this time they should um, have bought a carpet. Just a little rug to put Just over their face? Just a rug. Or they could move. <laughs> or they could move. <laughs> So as word of the images spread, the mayor of Belmez forbade the destruction of the floor a second time. Why? What did he think it was? So he wanted it to be investigated. He's like, something's wrong here. Right. Well, my first thought is, which this is so stupid, but my first thought is, is it like a burial ground? People are buried under there. And they're trying to 
We'll Con- certainly find out. The concrete. We'll certainly find out. Okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so he said, no, you can't destroy it. Just wait. Yeah. We'll see what we what Still we'll live there. Out. Still cook there. Yeah. Just tiptoe around those faces. Don't step on them. Don't step on them. Be nice. Them. Be nice. So he um, had researchers come who wanted to study the phenomenon, and an excavation of the site was ordered. Okay. A section of the Wait, floor... Wait, but they don't... They didn't want to destroy it? He didn't want to destroy it and, like, throw away whatever Oh, it was. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a section of the floor depicting a face that they had deemed dubbed La Pava, P-A-V-A, was taken to be studied more closely while the excavation team began digging underneath the floor and then underneath the foundation of the house right. itself. Sure. Then we get more pieces to this very strange puzzle okay. kind of emerge. The dig went below the concrete floor in the ancient foundation of the home and found something that was nothing short of shocking. Skeletons. I knew. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> what did I say? They're pushing up through the concrete. Uh, so some of these have been decapitated and were buried beneath the kitchen of the home. When exhumed and studied, the researchers concluded that several of these bodies dated back to the 13th century. Oh, wow. Some of them had been dead a week. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> 13th century. Okay. So very old. Yeah. Oh, my God. I said a burial ground. You did. I'm just saying. Stole my thunder. Sorry, I didn't mean to. (laughs) After the completion of the scientific studies of, you know, the bones and things they found. Right, right. The deceased were given a Catholic burial at a local cemetery in hopes that their spirits may be put to rest. Sure. Good. The family believed they had finally had their answers as to why the phenomena occurred and hoped this would mean the end of their paranormal experience. Their home's foundation was fixed and a new concrete floor was filled and the kitchen rebuilt. I'm going to assume since you read it like that, that this did not fix their problem. Not long after, new faces emerged once again. No! No! <laughs> no! By now, you know, news of the faces has spread beyond the town and attracted <sighs> skeptic and believers alike. Because people are like, why are there faces on these people's floors? Yeah. Especially after mm-hmm. they, like, already found out, like, what else could there be? You know what I mean? Like, they already found the bodies underneath the house. What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like now it's got to be something else, right? I mean, I don't... I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. I don't know. know. (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Maria's home became known as La Casa de las Caras, the house of the faces. Ooh. Ew. Yeah. Then became kind of like a tourist attraction. Sure. By Easter of 1972, hundreds of people flocked to the house to see the strange floor. Priests, journalists, and paranormal researchers made their way to the village to see the faces for themselves. She better been having a cover cover charge, like two, like a dollar a person. Oh, I'm sure they made. My, I wouldn't just let people into my no, house. No, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. German investigator and I believe parapsychologist. Sure. Which would be a psychologist of paranormal things. Yeah. Named Dr. Hans Bender, declared the phenomenon the most important paranormal occurrence of the 20th century. Damn, I've never heard of it. No, I hadn't either. (laughs) Wow, okay. Paranormal researchers Hans Bender, same guy, and German de Argumosa, A-R-G-U-M-O-S-A, collaborated in the early 1970s, so right after this began, to try and study the origins of where these faces could have come from. Okay. While the two investigators never wrote an official report or article on their findings, they would use the case in lectures and other events in passing in the following years. 
One study they conducted in well, one study, but they never like published anything about sure, it. Sure, sure. So they uh, photographed and mapped out the kitchen floor before sealing it with wax and having a notary stand outside to be sure no one entered the area for several months. So I don't even think Maria and her family were living oh, there. Oh yeah, it sounds like they definitely moved out. So they they photographed the area and they kind of mapped out what the faces that were there looked like. Oh wait, they were trying to see if they moved or changed or yes. something? Okay. Yes. So they had a notary or like, I think this is just a respected person in the town yeah. who they could count on as like a guard. Sure. They, they had them stand outside to make sure no one entered the area. Uh, then Bender made a crucial, crucial statement in regards to their findings in this part of the study. He said, quote, in Belmez, slight changes to the face's configuration during the period when the phenomenon was under seal, attested by the notary, have contributed to ensure its paranormal origin. So basically, they went back in and they said the faces had moved or changed from okay. their original And they said state. since nobody was in there, it has to be of paranormal origin. Yes, correct. Okay. The investigation, although shocking, failed to provide an answer as to why the faces appeared in the Pierre home or where they came from. They, as parapsychologists, did speculate that the faces could be manifesting due to the photographic hypothesis. So this was the thought that the faces were physical manifestations of Maria's own emotions and thoughts. As the catalyst, Maria's psyche would generate expressions upon the faces which would move and change with her moods and desires. And would only disappear once Maria no longer lived in the home. This was like their, a thought that they had behind okay. it. However, Maria died in 2004 okay. at the age of 85. And there have been reports that the images continue to appear along with new faces and expressions. Interesting. I don't know, that's tough though because I, it would be interesting if that is what they really thought it was to see when it first started happening why it would have been then because maybe i would believe it more if she went through some like traumatic event or she was having an emotional breakdown and then like that sort of thing because if she's just like out there living her normal life and then they're like nope it's because she got mad one day i'm like that doesn't make it would have had to been some kind of trigger like yeah yeah because that doesn't make sense to me personally yeah but but i see what they're saying but i don't know I'd, i'd have to learn more about that side of it yeah well i don't i've never heard of what is that the thought photographic photographic i've never heard of that word but i mean i've definitely heard on different shows or things that i've watched basically people saying that they're in such like a bad headspace that black mist follows them mm-hmm. because they're in such a bad state of mind or things like that so like that's what i'm saying like i i understand that part of it and i would believe that part of it but it's just interesting to me to see whether there was a change in her emotion emotional state when it first started happening so looking at it now photography photography is uh or also called projected thermography or psychic photography ninography and ninja which is a japanese word uh all are words that mean the ability to quote burn images from one's mind into surfaces Okay. So this is a thing that hmm. paranormal believers sure. think is happens anyway. So this sure. was just, oh, this could be what's happening yeah. in this home. I still think I would want to know either if something changed when it first started happening or if this has happened before and she just didn't realize it. I agree. You know I what agree. I mean? There's no, like, there's nothing, no information of anything before. Right. 
they started. Right. So I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Now, there were several skeptics and paranormal believers who stated they were doing research also to pr- prove that the entire thing was a hoax. Okay. But, like, even if I'm a paranormal believer, some were saying that they this wanted- isn't real. Well, that's how you're, you gotta do it, though. Like, you have to be like, well, it literally can't be anything else, so it has to be this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the idea in statistics of, like, the null hypothesis. Yeah. Where you have to, you're trying to prove that there's no correlation Mm -hmm. in order to prove that there's a correlation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, some even stated that Maria's son was the one fabricating these faces through different means in order to make money by making the house a tourist attraction. But, like, how, though? They did some experiments. Okay. I'll talk about it sure. in a minute. Manuel Martin Serrano, Serrano, uh, S-E-R-R-A-N-L, who was a sociologist at Comluetense, C-O-M-L-U-E-T-N-E-S-E, University of Madrid, wrote a very extensive study entitled Sociologica de Milagro, or the Sociology of the Miracle. Okay. Say that one more time. Sociology of the Miracle. <laughs> Sociology of the Miracle. You just said it kind of weird. <laughs> I know, because I was thinking Milagro is probably a word I should be able to say in Spanish, and I definitely can't. Uh, so this became the first book written by a skeptic about the Belmez faces. Okay. He interviewed dozens of, quote, unnamed Belmez inhabitants. So basically he interviewed a bunch of people, but wouldn't say who Everybody they were. was anonymous, okay. <laughs> and concluded he believed that it was all a hoax constructed for financial gain. Just from the interviews? Yes. He okay. said, well, the people in town think that it was this. Yeah. Which I don't know whether to believe because he never named any names. Yeah. Jose Luis Jordan, vice president of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, was surprisingly skeptical, considering he's a parapsychologist, right. who stated, with regards to the enigma at the chemical procedure, I solved it by discovering that this compound can be found in any drugstore by asking for a German product to remove concrete stains. The mystery that the images were invisible and latent for some time is thereby solved. So he thinks that while trying to, either by trying to remove a stain from the concrete, Mm -hmm. then this, like, chemical made a change in the coloration of the concrete itself. And just, like, kept it there. Right. Or they used this chemical to make some kind of a coloring product okay okay they either tried to remove the stain and made it worse or they used this chemical on purpose to make a stain correct got it other parapsychologists were also unconvinced ramos Pereira, he's the president of the spanish society of parapsychology okay whereas mr jordan was the vice president right uh so the president mr Pereira deduced that the correlation had been painted and said he formed his opinion after studying La Pava, which is the first piece that was removed during the excavation. Sure. Um, Which I believe means the bald one, but I can't find it. That might be a later (laughs) one. That's awesome. The kettle. Close. I think La Pava means the kettle. Close. Um, The bald one might be somebody else later on. So he formed his opinion after studying La Pava, which is the first piece removed from the hole. Sure. He said, quote, through infrared photography, we saw that this one had added pigmentation over the original appearance. And even the paintbrush bristles could be perceived. Of course, after that, we had no doubts that it had been painted. 
Really? So they said when you take this piece of concrete and you put an infrared light on it, you can see like paintbrush. The strips. layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Huh. After their investigation was complete, La Pava was then embedded into the wall of the home, like given back to the family. Sure. And put in the home for exhibition purposes. Sure. Like this is the first one this got excavated. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like a museum piece. Yeah. Another full-scale investigation commenced in the 1990s, which was spearheaded by the Spanish Institute for Ceramics and Glass, the Instituto de Ceramica y Vidrio, or the ICV. Okay. So I'm going to refer to them as the ICV. Sure. Samples were taken from the floor, 130 milligrams and 160 milligrams, and subjected to various tests, including granulometric, mineralogical, and chemical studies. Okay. Grains, minerals, chemicals. Yes. We got it all. <laughs> the researcher Manuel Carbala, Carbalao. Carbalao. C-A-R-B-A-L-L-A-L. <laughs> Say it in a normal voice. <laughs> the researcher Manuel Carbalal, C-A-R-B-A-L-L-A-L. Perfect. Published their chemical ana- analysis, the analysis. Oh, my God. Why do you keep slipping up there? <laughs> when I feel pressure to pronounce words, I slip into a weird accent. It's weird. I'm losing myself. <laughs> Give yourself over to the accent. <laughs> So they published this in the Spanish magazine Mas Ala in 1992. This showed a mixture of zinc, barium, copper, chromium, phosphorus, and lead in the samples. Okay. So their chemical makeup was zinc, barium, copper, chromium, phosphorus, and lead, and it showed how much of each was in there. Were these samples of just the regular floor? Of some of the images. Okay, of the images. Okay. According to Carbalal... How would you say that? Carballo? Carballo. You're going to have to spell it for me one more time. C-A-R-B-A-L-L-A-L. Carballo. C-A-R-B-A-L-L-E-L? A-L. Yeah, Carballo. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, we've you. said this before, but when you spell things to me, I, I, know. I, I just genuinely cannot picture it in my mind. I'm, the more I read it, the worse it sounds yeah. in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I it have to, like, feels, sit there and be like, C-A-R-B. <laughs> it feels bad in my mouth. <laughs> Carballo. Carballo. I think you're, I think you're fine. Carballo. He said, quote, the result expressed in extremely averaged form was that no traces of paint were found in any place. Uh, so he said there's no paint. He's saying no paint. But the president of the parapsychology place said there was paint. Mm-hmm. Or at least paintbrush strokes. My point here is no one agrees. Okay, which yeah. Which I will continue to express. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Luis Ruiz Noguez. Okay. And his last name is R-U-I-Z-N-O-G-U-E-Z. Okay. Published an article in the 1993 issue of Journal of the Society for Physical Research which noted discrepancies in the ICV findings. So these are the ones that said... These were the minerals, grains, and the chemicals. Right. These are the no paint from yeah, Mr. And they said Carballo. Yeah, no, and they said no paint. These are This is what it's made out of. Correct. So uh, Mr. Ruiz Noguez said uh, he believed the presence of lead and chromium actually pointed more towards their actually being paint. Oh, like lead paint. Yes. He said that lead is used as pigmentation of many colors and was very cheap and easily accessible. Interesting. So if you mis- mix this with, like, common household things, you could create right. different pigments. See, this, see, see, this is why I ask 
they should have taken samples from the floor with not images mm -hmm. and then the floor with the images and compared because then if you find lead of the ones with the images but not the regular floor mm -hmm. then and they might have but they took such small samples yeah like 30 milligrams and 60 milligrams is nothing yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know right um, I also think so many people were trying to get their hands on this stuff to study it that it's I don't know tough. how much there was. Right. This gentleman went on to say that the he believes the most likely cause of this effect was using an oxidizing agent, such as Jordan had suspected earlier. And Jordan was the vice president. Okay. Of the para. And they said paint. Psychology. Or he's, or which one said detergent? Not detergent. That was but him. He said, he was basically saying they use some kind of concrete cleaner. cleaner. Right. To create an oxidizing effect. So maybe they use this concrete cleaner, but like painted it on. So what this guy's saying, this new guy, um, Mr. Ruiz Nuguez is yeah. saying he thinks they mix lead plus a cleaner mm. to make some type of lead pigmented stain. Sure. And then stained the concrete with it. Which is weird to me that a concrete cleaner caused a stain, but I'm whatever. <laughs> Mr. J.J. Alonso, who is a chemical researcher of the Spanish National Research Council, also did his own investigation into the images and published his findings in Psy Commune communication which is the journal of the spanish society of parapsychology and i think it was like psychology communication yeah like i got that. it uh, hey good spanish psy communication psy communication <laughs> i think it was psychology communication but then it says journal of the spanish society of parapsychology i don't know <laughs> But that listen that's two words versus six <laughs> you're right hey you're absolutely right and usually there's more in the spanish version than the english version of whatever the title is that's and this time it's not maybe so who knows who knows is what we're trying to say so jj alonzo this chemical researcher said he was ambiguous on the subject of how the images were formed and his analysis did confirm the presence of melanocratic compounds he believed that maybe instead of like what people considered was like regular cement, okay. that maybe aluminum type cement was what they had in their house. Okay. And he did his analysis on El Paleo, which means the bald one. Right. So this is another this image. This is the bald gotcha, one. Gotcha, gotcha, which gotcha, is, gotcha, Yes. Another piece taken from the home. Okay. He did not comment on the cement structure itself, resistance to compression, elasticity, chemical resistance, or other characteristics necessarily to actually differentiate what aluminum cement would look like from regular cement. So he was just like, mm, must be aluminum cement, you guys. And they're like, really? How do you know? And he's like, mm, well. And they're like, go on. And he's like, well. And they're like go on and he's like you know he just said all he you know, said was you know i looked at the bald one and i think it's aluminum it could have been aluminum cement and they were like you did this for what and he was like well why and you are yes uh -huh. go on yes go on so we have a lot of different people saying a lot of different things right so he's saying Okay, well, maybe you looked at this. And actually, I honestly don't know yeah. if he's saying that making it aluminum cement makes it real or, fi or fake. Right. He's just saying, maybe we should look at this a different way, you guys. He's just saying, 
I looked at the cement. Aluminum what did you cement do? just does that. <laughs> I looked at the cement. What did you do? <laughs> I mean, I haven't looked at it. So he's a step ahead of me, honestly. But it's just like, it's just crazy. Because right. I feel like there's a lot of back and forth of. But nobody's really done everything to prove it one way or so, the other. Nobody's done anything. <laughs> <laughs> They've all said. Could be this. I put it in this machine and look what I found. <laughs> and everybody's like, how does this relate? <laughs> it does. But but how? But how? But it does. But how? <laughs> so it's a mess. I like it. Now in 2014, another analysis was conducted by investigative journalism TV show called Corto Millennio, presented by Iker Jimenez. Okay. Jimenez. Jimenez. J-I-M-E-N-E-Z who carried on a technical analysis to discover whether the faces had been a hoax. The research was carried out by Jose Javier Gracina, G-R-A-C-E-N-E-A, Gracina. Okay. Who was a doctor in chemical engineering and general manager at Medco, which I'm assuming is some type of medical or pharmaceutical company. Yeah. It was also, uh, his partner was Louis... Almanacos, A-L-A-M-A-N-C-O-S. Okay. Who was a forensic criminalist and chairman of Gabinete Percial in Palau. Sure. And he was the director of the Spanish Institute of Applied Criminalistics and would later be awarded the European Police Cross of Honor. Because of this? I don't think so. (laughs) Nothing really says. (laughs) Holy shit. I don't think so. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, so, Jose Javier Gracina and Luis Almanacos. I'm, I have high hopes for these two, so I, you better not let me down. Well, they extracted samples, and after careful analysis, concluded that the images weren't made with paint, and according to scientific knowledge and techniques employed in the analysis, there is no external manipulation of the elements of the faces. Almanacos attempted to reproduce similar images using a variety of methods considered valid in all the previous investigations. This is what we like to see. Including the concrete solvents, hydrochloric acid, and silver nitrate, all of which were thought to be oxidizing agents of some type. Right. That could have been mixed with lead, maybe not. So basically he took concrete and he just like tried all these things. Yeah. And he declared failure to reproduce the images and said, quote, the words summarizing my opinion are absolute bewilderment. Wow. Okay. That is the latest information that we have. Because he was basically like, I have no idea how this was made. Right. Interesting. So, as I said before, um, Maria herself passed away in 2004. Right. But there have been, quote, new faces Mm -hmm. since her passing. Yeah. I believe her son still, like, takes care of the house. Well, what about her daughter? Because maybe her daughter's the one that found the stain. I'm not sure. I only found one place that mentioned her daughter. Okay. Nowhere else really did. Right. It's very hard to find information on the family itself. Yeah, well, if it's a small town, there's probably not a lot of history anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's tough. And who knows, because now that it's a famous story and this is what they're known for, I'm sure there's a lot of different variations out there. Sure. It became like a local legend. Yeah. Whether or not, I mean, all of these publications were made. Yeah. And all these studies were done. Sure. But it sounds like no one really stopped and talked to the actual people involved. Right. And they probably did. The one guy said he interviewed unnamed villagers. Yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) But... Um, there's a lot of theories. I mean, mm-hmm. the thought-o-genic po- thoughtographic process, 
the them cleaner being a hoax. Yeah. The cleaner, the paint, the cleaner and paint. Yeah. Just ghosts. Just ghosts. Chilling out. It's tough. I would like mm, but that's the creepy one, right? Like the creepy thought is that it's because like of the ghosts ground. because of the barrier ground, the bodies, the ghosts have like put themselves out there to be seen. Mm-hmm. So that's the creepy version, yeah. but I like that version. And and some people think that they just wanted their bodies to be found. Right. They but spirits. they would continue to put themselves in the concrete? I mean, they said it was a thorough investigation, but if did they just dig under the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Because what if there's other spots around there? Right, right, right. I'm not entirely sure. Also, I just wonder, you know, did they bless the house? I'm sure they did. Catholic, the Catholic priests were involved. I'm sure that the house was then blessed. It's demons. 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 Interesting. I've never heard. How did you, how did you find this? I looked up something about, like, strange or creepy mysteries. <laughs> and I found this and, like, a couple solved. others I had never heard of. Yeah. This is called the Belmez Faces. Right. Uh, if you want to, like, look up more information, there's not a ton on it. I looked up on it. one picture that was on Wikipedia, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's creepy. It looks like a little girl. Yeah. And to say, like, some people are like, oh, those look like amateur drawings by a kid. Well, that does not oh, look like an amateur no. drawing by a kid. Are you serious? Not that it's like, oh, you can see the eyeballs, but, like... It definitely, like, may, I don't know. Maybe we need to show these pictures to people who have, like, not, don't know the story and be like, what does that look like? And see if they say face or if they're like, I don't know, it's just a blotchy image. And this is another thing that I thought of. Because we've talked about before how the human brain wants to see faces right, and everything. Right, right, right. We've talked about this with Bloody Mary. Right. Because what, what our brains want to do is we're separated from other species in many ways, but one of which is our facial recognition ability. Oh, shit. These are them? Yeah. Wow. Okay, some of them are, like, pretty much, like, that's a person. Like, those are people. I'm having a conversation with you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> our, our, our brains want to see faces. Right. Facial recognition is one thing that sets us apart from other species. Right. And uh, whenever we're in the dark or whenever we're in a dimly lit area, our brain automatically defaults to where can I see a face where's the face right 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 the face because that's something that it's like programmed to do yeah so uh I even I mean these look like faces well that's what I'm saying because I was like I looked up the one and I was like okay like I see a face but that's because you've been telling me that they're faces but now that I see the other pictures like you can clearly see eyebrows eyes nose mouth. like that's right. a that's a face so when i started reading this i hadn't seen pictures yet i was yeah. just like reading about it right. and so i was meeting like oh, our brain sees faces mm-hmm. like it's just a natural thing that's probably right. doesn't even look like them and then i saw pictures that's and we'll crazy. definitely post these pictures but i was like okay nobody's mistaking this for anything but no a face. yeah for sure and for the sure. fact that they you know they sealed the floor ew and then the faces changed ew. Like, to me, that's just insane. I hope they moved, because I wouldn't want to live there. I don't think they could have lived there. There's too many people showing up and trying to... Figure it out. Figure it out, or just see the house itself. I mean, I, I yeah. just don't know how you could keep living there after yeah. that. That's wild. Ooh, I got goosebumps. I know. It was kind of creepy. I, I feel like we do creepy things, but this one... 
you know, kind of caught me off guard because I was like, yeah, okay, a house a house with faces, faces on the floor. Legit. And then the more I read about it, the more I was like, oh, oh, nobody can prove this is right. one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think it is? I mean, researching? you know me. I want to say it's, if the most recent study can't reproduce yeah, the other that's studies. that's what I was thinking. Then I would say that it can't be explained. Right. Now, I, I get a little frustrated because I wish, like, parapsychologists would kind of stick together. Yeah. I understand that you want to be, you want to say there are paranormal things out there, but there are people who try and make it up. So, to protect the things that are paranormal, we're yeah. going to debunk it. Right. And it is very statistical. Well, like, here's a null hypothesis. Yeah. The null hypothesis is it's all made up. Yeah. There's nothing crazy going on here. Right. And then if you can prove that wrong and reject the null hypothesis, then it's this crazy thing that you get to be a part of. Yeah. Well, I also think it, I think there might be so many discrepancies because it's going to have to do with what people have available, like what resources they have available. Right. Because parapsychologists versus these last guys who are like essentially chemical engineers, like obviously they're going to go more on the chemical side while the other guys are like, well, we think it might be this lead paint because it's made up of the same stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why I kind of got confused with uh, the one gentleman, the J.J. Alonzo, because he was a chemical researcher. So... Yeah, but what year was but that, all too? He said, but all he said was, it could be aluminum cement. Right. So, like, he didn't even try. <laughs> he, I mean, he was like, that's my contribution. And I almost wonder if he couldn't explain it. So, fully. maybe he was like, so oh, like, maybe it's aluminum. This is what I do know. Yeah. It could be this. Right. And then, like, I'm washing my hands of it because yeah. I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, probably. Probably. And I think it was a scary thing, especially yeah. for this very small town in Spain. Yeah. To be, like... Oh my gosh, this is happening. I'd move out of town. I don't know if they moved or not. I mean, I think her son still... I'd move. Are you ...is serious? there and, like, runs it. Yeah. Kind of, but I'm not entirely sure. You can't find... You can't really find anything after 2014. Right. I tried to look it up on TripAdvisor, but TripAdvisor was giving me the other Belmez. <laughs> if the you town, guys not the horse. would stay in your homes if you woke up and found faces on your kitchen floor... Let us know. Oh, no, 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 wait. I've got a good question. Okay, go. If this place was an Airbnb. (gasps) Would you stay there? Would you stay there? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because my... Listen, I love creepy things, but my mind automatically goes to, if I stay there, what if something attaches to me Mm -hmm. and I come back here and then there's faces on my kitchen floor? I can't do that. (sighs) You wild. I can't do that. I'd be so stressed. I'm sorry. I should go back to you. asked me what I thought it was. I think, like I said, the latest study can't really explain it. And I always want it to be a paranormal thing. Yeah, same. Even though it's scary. Same. And I'm sure these people were scared at first, although I don't think anything malicious ever happened no, towards just them the as far as if it was The faces just looked angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that said that when it changed to expressions the first time, it looked really sad. Aww. And I don't know if it's because she was trying to scrub it off and it got oh, sad she no. was trying to scrub it off. No, maybe. And then she pickaxed it. Yeah, just that would make her it husband sad. Did. But, I mean, I just think that's crazy mm-hmm, that they mm-hmm. just... So we think it's... The wax seal and then months later no one being in there and it being changed is just wild. So we think it's 
Kiss Pirates. Um, I think that it's definitely star-striking. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yes, I think it's paranormal in nature. I agree. Because I, I because I don't feel like there's proof otherwise. Yeah. After this last study. Yeah. I don't think you can... I agree. ...justify the other ones. Right. I agree. Are you going to ask me? What do you think? Do you... Oh, that's not what I was Oh, um, do you think that, um, pyre cake... (laughs) (laughs) I thought, okay, you said pie or cake. Mm. I literally thought you said, do you think, uh, pyre cake? I was like, pyre cake? That's that's one word? Pirate cake. (laughs) I did think pirate cake. My mind's on... Because Jack said it was foggy this morning, so my mind is automatically on the fog, which is about ghost pirates. The original, not the new one. The new one sucks. Come at me. I don't care. And um, so I've been thinking about ghost pirates all day. Essentially. Also, neither... Or both. It's a tie. I like cookies. Oh. Okay. So, cookies aside. <laughs> no throwing them. Hold on, let me put my cookies. Did we aside. circle back around to cookies? <laughs> <laughs> Throw no toss. That was my plan all along. <laughs> uh, anyway, do you think that this story will keep you up at night? Or will you still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? I think that... I'm going to be able to sleep okay because I don't sleep in the kitchen. However. That's our only saving grace. (laughs) Not the fact we don't have a concrete floor. Nothing. It could show up in this wood grain. Are you you kidding me? This fake wood grain. What is this? There's a face right there. (laughs) Oh, wait. That's a cat. (laughs) I, every time. Okay. True crime stories don't creep me out as much as like ghost stuff Mm -hmm. so like this one will probably give me the heebie-jeebies for a little bit i'm gonna have to try to not look down when i walk because i don't want to see i didn't understand because there's a floor because of the floor (laughs) is the floor yeah well i was thinking sorry you were talking and i think it's great whatever you had to say but i think i did that to you one time and it was such a it was a real fight afterwards it's been a great episode um been a great great run no listen but i'm quitting (laughs) you can't i can't carry on without you (laughs) no i was just thinking that um my life-size john cena cardboard cutout used to stay in my bedroom all the time because i thought it was just like a nice addition yeah when i lived by myself Mm -hmm. and then i realized i couldn't sleep with a life-size cardboard cutout of anybody standing in the corner of my room. Um, I don't even have to go that far. If I have to dry some clothes and I hang it over my door, I have to take it off my door before <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, hey, it's a real issue. <laughs> anyway. But that's also why I would put my life-size John Cena cardboard cutout in my window facing the back door or the door to my apartment. So when people try to break in, they're like, huh. It was a real home alone moment. <laughs> never seen him alone he like puts dummies and things i mean i know what it's about because then there's always that argument where people are like he could have called the cops and then they're like he didn't want to no but they were like but the phone lines were cut and people were like yeah but he like protected himself and then he did some questionable stuff that like he didn't have to do (laughs) oh he definitely like manhandled those boys (laughs) 
Uh, is, anyway. it, is it a sadist or a masochist? Sadist, like, hurting people? And masochist, like, being hurt? Yes. Do you know? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I think he liked hurting them. And I think they liked being hurt, or they wouldn't have come back for the next oh. movie. <laughs> Was it the same people? Yes, the Wet Bandits. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen the whole movie either. I just feel like... Donald Trump's in it at some point, right? I thought that was Annie. What? No, it's it's Home Alone. It's time to go, apparently. Oh my, I'm embarrassed for you. Jeezer, creaser. Man, I had something else I was going to say, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. It's important. No, I doubt it. Probably not. Well, I'll start doing our spiel while you think of it. If you want to see pictures of these faces... Um, you can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, or, or Facebook. Facebook's just Bug and Rug. Instagram and Twitter's at B-I-A-R Podcast. Um, give us a follow. Give us some likes. Tweet at us. Give us recommendations. Let us know if you've seen Hole in the Lone too. Let us know if you'd stay at the Airbnb with the faces on the floor. Bonus I don't, I'd faces. say no. Um, we also will post Winnie's resources on our website, uh, bugandrug.podbean.com. Also reach out to us through, um... Our email, podcast at gmail.com. Um, I had a friend recently ask for a sticker over Instagram. So if you guys want stickers, let us know. Uh, give us your address. We'll send you one. We don't care. We got a bunch. I already took seven. Stickers? For myself. Simple wear. Don't say up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I can't say that, I'll just say signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Bye.